Yo, it's your boy, buddy. You. I'm Draymond Green. Hey, y'all, this is John Cloud John. This is Clay Thompson of the Golden State Warriors. And you are logged in. Logged on. You're logged on to the 10th year seniors. Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. This is Long Range Two Pointers. Thank you, God, it's back. Thank you, God, it's back. You know, in the middle of a pandemic, this is the only thing. This is the one shining light in the pandemic. That we get to watch basketball in a lockdown, in quarantine, going on month five. And then, you know, I just, just to start this off right now, the blueprint is on the line every once again. How many times as a LeBron James fan is the blueprint on the line? Single every single time. Every team that you go to. But the, the blueprint game came a little early in the bubble. In game two versus the goddamn Portland Trailblazers. Nah, I feel like the blueprint game was the first game against the Clippers. That could have possibly been it right there. But no, that didn't. That was in stakes. Nah, but you. I feel like you were the biggest proponent of. I need to see him go at Kawhi. You were saying that the very I first game of the season. Like, according to you, nothing else mattered this year. Literally, do the sports. No, no, that's true. Throw everything out the window. You just have to let niggas know. I mean, until Dame Lillard was averaging fifty, but you just have to let niggas know. He had to let Kawhi know. Like, okay, you didn't want to come to LA. You're going to form your own team in the same arena, in the same city. Like, dog, you couldn't go anywhere else in the entire country. You couldn't go to the Knicks. You couldn't, like, go on opposite coasts in a different conference. Nah, Kawhi wanted to be in L.A., and that's yeah. where it is. So when you play in Kawhi, you got to go at him just no, it was strong. Obviously, it was a problem right away, and it goes deeper than just Kawhi. But it seems as if about 60% of the Clippers roster spurred the Lakers just to go over to the Clippers, and it ain't just Kawhi coming yeah. to your conference. It's him literally coming on your corner. Kawhi basically pulled a whole Marlo Stanfield on him. So and and then the year before that, you had Paul. Hey, you watch you watch Snowfall yeah, yet? So of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch. references because we just make a lot. We just make Kawhi references. So you want to? I'm like, we can update you the show. To, you want to switch <laughs> to Snowfall references? <laughs> we can do Snowfall references. We might almost we soon close to retiring Game of Thrones references. But I'm not, uh, I'm not there yet. I'm not I'm, there yet. We can, I'm we not there. What you talking about? Prequel on the way. I'm, I'm nowhere near there. What? Are you kidding? Marlo's yeah, yeah. still getting name dropped, bro. Right I mean, yeah, Marlo's still, my name is my name. Is still, that still rings out That's on the street, yeah. dog. But I mean, so, so it was Kawhi listen. pulling pulling the Marlo Stanfield coming right, Stanfield coming right on your corner. It's Paul George saying no to you the year before. It, it, who else was it? Wasn't, wasn't the first Morris... Marcus Morris, the first he Morris said brother, no. That's then who he the went, Lakers were actually yeah, trying to get. He, yeah, and he then he went no. to the Clippers. Mm-hmm. The Lakers were also in play for Reggie Jackson. So right there, that's four people that said no to LA. Let's face it, said no to LeBron to go to the Clippers. And then Darren Collinson decided to stay retired, and Avery Bradley decided not to come. And to the how funny is it? Niggas in on on LeBron. How funny is now. it that everybody you just named just now is the exact player that they need in this series? Like that's who they need because the Lakers knew they knew they knew their weaknesses uh, right away. I think, and I think it wasn't like hard to hard to disseminate. But I also believe that yo, the Lakers know if they somehow win a championship this season, exactly what to fix. And this is the season where you could really steal the championship. Let's go. And uh-huh. I think like yeah, let's let's go through go through your. No, but now. I wanted I wanted to get more into why 
why you considered game two against the Blazers a blueprint on the line game. And for the uninitiated, what we call the blueprint on the line game for LeBron is, for some reason, this one game encapsulates his entire legacy. So when the blueprint is on the line, if he wins, the story continues. If he loses, he's possibly one of the 10 worst players of all time. Because LeBron could lose, you know. Like, he lost uh, versus the Mavericks, but that was not really a blueprint on the line game. It changed everything for LeBron, but you knew that Heat were coming back yeah. next season and they could retool. Blueprint on the line game was six Spurs. Game 6 in Boston. Game 6 Spurs blueprint. Game 6 in Boston and Game 7 in Boston, and then this Game 6 and Game 7 versus the Spurs. That's the, Those were the blueprint on the line games. And even when the, the Heat lost to the Spurs and LeBron left for Cleveland, it no. wasn't on the line. The blueprint was never on the line, really, in Cleveland at no, any I'd, point. Because at every point in Cleveland, that team was an underdog to the Super Warriors. So they it never was like LeBron is expected. Like That's why that championship that they won in seven is like regarded in NBA circles as like that's almost worth yeah. two. Because you beat a 73-9 and nine team. Like... So he never had it on the line. So it was then, and now this Laker thing almost has to work because this is about, now the conversation has shifted into a GOAT conversation, into Paul Pierce somehow getting hired. Who Who's doing the hiring at ESPN? Why does Perkins and Paul Pierce why have a job? Why do they continuously Everyone hire wants Celtics. these jobs. Why, why? why do they continuously hire Celtics? Why? That team won one championship. They were contenders one. in a four to five year window. I don't understand why they are held in such high regard. Is it because, like, the Lakers were too successful? Like, Shaq is on TNT. Um, Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, was not going into broadcasting. Um, Derek Fisher went into coaching and to sleeping with yeah. players' wives. And, and who, who else from that team? Rick Fox um, is just apparently not interested. Is it, was it that the Lakers were too successful at basketball and said, okay, I'm good, I'm going to enjoy the I rest of the life? I think the fact that they were so successful gives this Celtic team this weird halo, this weird aura about them, that they're this dynasty. And we think of them as a dynasty because they're the Celtics, but not because this particular team I don't. is good. I, 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 I honestly don't. think that has to be what the connection is because you don't see... Who do you see from the Pistons other than Chauncey Billups that gets these opportunities? But I look at that Pistons, the team at that true. run, I look at them the same way I look at the Celtics. Well, Tyshawn Prince had shape. Yeah, one. and I actually never heard him say... He was really Kawhi before his time. I... <laughs> Never heard him. Never he really heard him was. say much. He Just really, make really strangely was, odd, the great defensive plays. But I think that's what it is. I think all that is is beating the Lakers. But then, no, because the Pistons beat the Lakers too. It is just, they just cloaked in that Celtic stuff. That's what that is. But I don't know why so many people from that team, people listen to, except for Ray Allen. They hey, don't where? listen to Ray Allen. Where? 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 Just a weird bunch of dudes, right. man. But anyway, um... So that we just described what the blueprint on the line game is, and he, this is why I think the bubble is dangerous for any any team, right? Because there's no home court advantage, and even if you're the road team, even if you're the lowest seed, and say you lose those first two games, usually when you go back home, that's when you one turn it up. You have your crowd behind you. You have the comfort of home. For the road team, they don't have that, and so for uh, a home team like the Lakers, you play in the Staples Center. You know, that's intimidating place for uh, the visiting team to go into. And you it gives you a boost. It's like, that's why you even play those regular season and play all those minutes and try to win 50 or 60 games instead of going on load management is to have that advantage. And now that you don't have that, if you go down to, to Portland, 
then it becomes are the Lakers going to now switch strategy? What is going what is going to happen? What's gonna be the difference? Because Portland was pretty bad offensively that first game and still somehow managed to win because Vogel insisted on playing Dwight Howard and JaVale McGee all those times. And then of course the non the non shooting of Danny Green, KCP and your boy. I have, I gotta give more of the blame to nobody being able to hit a shot because JaVale played 14 minutes. Dwight played 14 minutes. But you had KCP and Caruso. Both of them were on the floor for extended periods of time. And I know by the time this comes out, game one probably won't matter as much because game two will already be done. But the blueprint being on the line for the Lakers, it feels, well, for LeBron, it feels like it's always going to be there. And it's a conversation that we always have to have. We have had it at every, literally every single stop. It's been the conversation about are his teammates good enough? the conversation about his social media presence. And I started to think, will we ever get tired of this? And quickly I thought, no. No, we'll never get tired no. of this. We'll continue no. to have this blueprint no. on the line conversation. Max Kellerman, Stephen A. Smith, they will not let it die. Skip Bayless will not let it die. Shannon will not let it die. Nick Wright. No one. This is, this is too many people's livelihood. They have no other player who is like this who they can talk about and... We will always talk about LeBron this way. They don't want LeBron James to lose. Or if LeBron James loses, you need LeBron James to lose in the conference finals or the finals, not the first round. Because then what are they going to talk about? You you, you really think they want to talk about Rockets, Trailblazers in the second and round? And this, I think, is the media's greatest fear and possibly the NBA's greatest fear when, when you talk about it being a level playing field and nobody really getting quote-unquote home court advantage except the Magic. What if we don't get the Dream right. Lakers Clippers series that everybody wants? If LeBron don't get all these calls tonight, that'd be ridiculous. Him and Anthony Davis need superstar calls from now on. Just be like, no, 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 we're not doing this. David Stern. David Stern is, you know what, I ain't even going to say where he was. On another plane and saying, I'm adjusting this right now. Let me turn these sliders. I thought Cruz almost hit a three. My God. Okay. That's, that's, that's your boy. Do his... Each of them, I know. Each of them, thirty <laughs> minutes. By the way, we are watching game two as we record this. Watching Wednesday all night. I listen. What I do every time I come in the group, all I'm saying is like, "Yo, and no one texts Avery Bradley yet." Caruso is not my boy. <laughs> like, no, I just no. want Rondo to come back and be the savior because you have no idea how much I told you so. I am going to come with when Rajon Rondo comes in and is a stabilizing force for the Lakers. Collison, dog. Collison, what? You didn't they can't get in the bubble car again. Let that go. Like, Collison said, nah. Avery Bradley said, nah. It, there's no coming in the bubble unless LeBron smuggles them in as, I don't know, how, do, how would they get in there? No, anyway, I ain't even worried. I ain't even, if Savannah could get in the bubble, then it's true. What? It, can't, okay, here's the question. Bog. What? Okay, sorry. <laughs> Watching this game while doing a podcast—it's a bad experience. Do you think oh. LeBron would try to make Avery Bradley and Darren Collison pass as Bronny and Bryce when the family is allowed to come into the bubble? Like dress them up in their clothes. Mm. Possibly they gotta wear wigs for their hair. But mm. and then like him as Avery Bradley, little light. That's skin fine. Though. They they'll probably use a little blackface and and deal with the consequences later. <laughs> Deal with the consequences. They black. They can get away with it. You think? You think the part like a Jess would be like, "Who is that coming on the court? Is that Bronny?" <laughs> you 
didn't draft him. He ain't in the salary cap. No. Think about how you always do like the rosters in Little League yes. and the lineup when Kai's uh, in the playing. No, I don't think so. I mean, I... LeBron, that's a lane violation. Listen, if they go down, it's worth a shot. All I'm saying, when is the family supposed to come? Oh, shit. I, I don't think it until round Ooh. two, actually. That means he can't even... So we don't have Savannah's not in the bubble until round two. So they really okay. So this first series oh, is on. Did you also see how? Did Wait. you also see how they were trying to rally social media behind them by saying, you know what? If we make it to round two, we're wearing our Kobe Black Mamba jerseys. So even casual people would be like, oh, we gotta see the Kobe Black Mamba jerseys. Actually, you know, I think I know. I I think that was more so like um, a but they thing. St- like they didn't have the jerseys. They moved ready. it up though. So now it's happening. I think for game four of this series or after game four initially it was yeah, initially it he, was second round then they moved it up yeah i i just don't think that they were ready and they were like yo can you get a rush on these we have a positive reaction to it instead of like like them just when, assuming that they would win in round one when, i think that's what how it is it possible that nike don't have them ready what do you mean i don't think nike i don't think nike had them ready with the um with the sayings on the back that's what I know now. Remember when, like, if a player changes his number, it becomes like this huge thing that they can't do. And Nike's like, no, there's no way we can mass produce these jerseys. This is pre-COVID. Before that even happened, Nike and all the other jersey makers would say this kind of thing. Like, someone just can't quickly change their number at, at the snap. Like, I, I don't know why that's like that, but it is. And maybe the Lakers didn't tell them that they wanted to wear those black jerseys until they decided when they were in the bubble around the pool. And the players just brought it up, and then they bring it up to Vogel, and then maybe the GM. I think that's how stuff is happening in the bubble because people are in such close communication. You think it's, you think it's really better do. to let Damian Lillard score all of his points early, or like let him? Do, I mean, you don't want him doing that shit in the fourth quarter, right? So what if you just let him score like fifteen, like in the first quarter, or maybe twenty in the first quarter? Nah. No, nah, because then that get that give everyone else confidence. I mean, he's got ten now. You don't do he's, that. He's got ten now. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, no, no, but, like, when he start hitting those, and I'm going to say the steps, like, three years, that's what gives everyone, that's what gives, like, the team confidence when they see that happen, then they, everyone starts nodding their head, like, okay, now we rolling. So then when the kick out, when the trap comes, and then uh, Gary Trent's on the wing, and Camelo's in the corner, it gives them confidence to step into their shot better. Whereas if Damien is going a little slower, the team isn't nearly as confident, I don't think. And I think that's that's like how it is for shooters, like for like wings who drive a lot and people who muscle in, like Giannis, they can ap- impact the game different ways. Like they need one of those like Anton Boleg like dunks kind of thing, <laughs> like that'll get their team going. Dog. I hope. I have yeah. Don't worry. That's an inside baseball reference. I have a lot of a lot of. Not really questions about this Portland team. I have more so questions about people that watch and follow basketball. Even the people that get paid to write about it for a living, right? Like, how how are they this surprised by Gary Trent? Because I don't feel like Gary Trent doing this is this surprising. And that may be a, a bias coming from somebody that follows this stuff closely from like high school to the college level. But this is what Gary Trent was supposed to be doing a year or two ago. Like, he... I mean, he went to, um, Gary Trent played He went to Bahamas. Duke, you know. Um, like, just, just he, did, he didn't go there. to he didn't go to some small school or playing in Miak. He was top ten in the country. And yeah, went, but he's a second round. Top ten though. in the country and went to Duke. Like Gary Trent 
is a thoroughbred talent that people expect. Yeah, this but from. no, but how many? Nah, but how many times we see like that kind of talent go unfulfilled? Um, you even see it a lot with like the players from those kind of programs. Like, um, I forget the name of the dude. There was one guy who came from Duke. Man, uh, there were many of who them. Was, no man, I and he went to Orlando. Shit, and it's it's like right there on my brain. He went to Orlando. And was like, okay, you have a steal in the second round. This guy has the pedigree of going to a big school. He was underutilized. Like I think we hear that story a lot, or that those guys are kind of like they become prima donnas when they're at like the Duke or the UNC. So a lot of times they don't play as hard because they're not getting those consistent kind of minutes that they got in high school. And then when they get to the NBA, they kind of disappoint in it, disappointing and flame out. Like even a guy like Danny Green, like you have to have that kind of niche skill, and then you hone it, and then you get the minutes in the NBA. Like those teams, those Carolinas and the Dukes and the ACC teams of the world, they are stacked for the college level. But then you think about it, all those guys don't necessarily have that same kind of impact in the NBA. All, all, and even the Gary Trent we see now is different than the Gary Trent who was in university. No, all of them that are NBA kids, I, I'm just never surprised by it. I'm, I, I don't know. I just feel like this is a Gary Trent that I always saw, and this is the same. This is what I expected. This is legitimately why they drafted him. Maybe it's, maybe it's just because... He, yeah, but I mean, you get the doubts, though, because like, this, this is second yeah. year. Like, you get the doubts because it's not like it happened instantly. And, like, those kind of things, you had to have that progression. And he had to have that same kind of work ethic. And being on a good team with someone like Lillard helps. Like, if he was in Sacramento right now... Sorry. <laughs> if, he, if he was in... It's, it's, it is... I don't know. If he was in New York, his career could be completely It would be. Different. He'd have Alonzo like, Trier's career. The, the it, it, I do chalk up a part of it to, obviously, everyone misses sports... The, the eyes are trained on the NBA more than on MLB, more than on hockey, more than on MMA, all of that. But Jesus. the fact that the okay. fact that you're doing yeah. it in the bubble on the brightest stage when nobody's watching anything else does make a difference. And it's, I don't know, I just thought that the, the stuff with him, the stuff with TJ Warren, even to some extent the Lillard stuff, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but no, 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 no. You're kind of glossing over some things here because the TJ Warren and the Lillard stuff, it's like, yes, those players are good, but then they are also playing at increased levels than you, you're normally used to seeing them. So then your brain goes, okay, but if they keep this up and you extrapolate this, you'd be like, how great are these players? And I think like that's a normal kind of reaction. Like the entire Jeremy Lin thing was Jeremy Lin getting on a really hot streak again, pre-COVID, and people had this kind of reaction, like, is this going to keep up? And that's why it became a phenomenon. And for those three players, well, for Lillard and TJ Warren uh, specifically, it was more so, this is amazing to watch, and I'm glad I just get to watch this. With Booker, there was like, I feel like there was less, um, there was less surprise at what Booker was doing, and more so the reaction was that, you know, the Suns are winning. Not that Booker is scoring like this. It was like the Suns winning was the thing, not Booker Wait, who was, playing who's, as well. Who was, surprised by, who was surprised by the Suns winning? Everyone. First of all, nobody should have been surprised by the Suns winning, least of all me. Anyway. <laughs> I, I, I have... Think about that sentence and say it again. 
I I have my time for 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 salty sun fun. We'll we'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to go. I want to go over to the to the east for a minute because we could tend to get west heavy just because it's yeah. the it's the better conference. But the east right now, I think people flip flop on this from game to game based Eight on five. what the Bucks do because you saw you saw a completely different Bucks team in game two. But that's cool. You still feel like the east is wide open. No, it's for not. The well, not even wide open. You feel like the Heat are just going yeah. To take the, the east, east is and not and wide the, open. The Heat are gonna win. I don't know if you saw. If anyone watched those first two games against the miraculous T.J. Warren, goat basketball player, okay, okay, <laughs> and see, and this, this is this is what I mean J- about the Jimmy T.J. Butler, Warren Jimmy stuff Butler because... just decided your time has ended. <laughs> and, no, and then that's it. No, I mean, first but okay, of all, no, first no, of all, seriously, the the Heat are. He didn't have a big game against Mikael Bridges. I just want to make that yeah, t- and like everybody ignored that, but Mikael okay, Bridges shut him that's down. Great, but that's great. But like the the Heat are the heat know who they are and they like watching the heat play and watching jimmy butler the watching jimmy butler just get 18 points seven rebounds and like five assists and somehow control the game and the heat team and watch him do those like jimmy butler will drive to the center of the lane and make those bad assists shouts to bill simmons they're, they're, like, they're so bad like where like he had i'm like jimmy you have a dunk or a layup and he kicks it out to Hero or Robinson, just because in Jimmy Butler's mind, these are my shooters. He decided to be that he guy. Decided he decided to be that, that guy because... Three years ago to be that guy. But I think Jimmy Butler also knows, and part of the reason why he didn't like playing with the 76ers as much is you need shooters to really win in this league. And the Heat have that in spades. And the rest of the top teams in the East don't really have that. Like the 76ers don't... Think, oh, no, the Raptors are the other think, team that has that. So it's. I think it's gonna. We're like headed towards Raptors and Heat, and that one is my. I'd say Heat and Fire, but that's a harder series to to say who actually comes out of that. I think like, does Giannis have that other gear? Like, what about Giannis? Yes. yes. No. I no. No. People, I need people to stop questioning. No. Him. No. I'm not questioning him. I just mean that like the other gear in terms of Game Six, LeBron. Like, does he have that kind of performance where they clog the lane on you and they say? You hit threes and mid-range jumpers, and then we can't defend you at all. Like, that's all I mean by that. Like, of course, Giannis, I believe, will develop that, but does he have it already is the thing. Like, has he shown this season that it's much different than what we saw last season when they lost to the Raptors? He shot 3-7 from beyond the arc in game one, and I don't feel like enough people are even... Mm -hmm. I, I get. I guess it's weird to say that you're not giving credit to the MVP, but I feel like people do with players like Giannis. It's not like he's Ben Simmons out there. People have lazy takes with this because it's something they they used to they they're used to hearing it, so they regurgitate it, or it's a known thing. Giannis isn't going to shoot. Well, if you're taking seven three pointers no, over the course I... of the game in the flow of a game, so. He has shown that the things that people said he needed to work on and he was going to fix, yeah. he is fixing that. And in response yeah. to him having a next gear, well, for them, this was game two was a must win situation. I think you, for them, you think that was a blueprint on the line? No, no, not yet. That's not That's a not blueprint, a blueprint on, the on the line. No, no, not yet. But but even so, he had twenty eight and twenty in a game that they had to win, where he was just like, I'm not. I'm not losing this game. Like it's fucking Orlando. Yeah, I'm not losing this game. And he puts up twenty eight and twenty. Like that's. That's the game that you need him to have. That's the kind of thing you need to see. Yeah, but then... Blueprint is on the line against the Heat. Okay, but what, what I'm saying to you, and first of all, fuck you, that was not a lazy take. I didn't regurgitate that. Not you. I mean, <laughs> Hold on, but, but this, is, this, is a, this is the thing, though. Like, Giannis, 
has to do it, and the only time to do it would be to win these two series, right? To win um, in the first round against the Magic, which you should walk over, and then you beat the Heat in the second round. And then you go on to play either the Celtics or the Raptors in the conference finals. And then if you do that, then we come to the point and say, okay, Giannis, you've, you've actually shown it. But this is the thing, by the entire um, point I was making with the LeBron and the Kawhi thing, like part of this is a, it's a lot of psychology and the psychology of being able to be that guy once they say you are not going to be able to drive anymore, we have to give you these shots just to see. And the, the thing that makes Game 6 so like amazing is that an entire strategy is built on you must take this jump shot, you MVP superstar, and if you can make this, we are conceding that we can't stop you at all. And if until Giannis actually does that to the team, God damn it, Gary Trent, until Giannis actually does that... <laughs> then teams will continue to have that strategy. That used to be the strategy for LeBron. It's not anymore. Dying the strategy for LeBron anymore. That's a strategy for, like, Paul George. Yeah, yeah. But I don't I don't even think... I think Giannis is so good. I don't know if it's, if it's possible for a defense to force him into that at this point. Because... He has grown from last year. I don't know if you just. I think Giannis imposes his will on 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 you, not the other way, not the other way around. Yeah. And hold on one second. Yes. You know who the tallest player in NBA history is to win a title? Tallest player in NBA history to win a title? Yeah. No. Chuck Nelly. Who? Chuck Nelly. What? Thank you for that. <laughs> what? Thank you. For Why that would you even trivia. search that? I, I don't I don't I don't know I don't know what they're watching in there. Anyway, he caused me to get lost in the middle of a middle of a Giannis point. Why uh, Quinn Cook have candy on the bench? Yeah, okay. uh, you were saying Giannis imposes yeah, he, his will on the teams. Yeah, he doesn't okay. uh, allow the team's defense to impose it's, their will on not, him. It's not the other way around. Mm-hmm. And what it is, it's the move where he can spin from the three point line and get to the rim. Because I don't know. I don't know what the hell it is. You can't even do it. It on does 2K, not look real. It does not look it, real. It, it look. It has to be a travel. It has to be something. I don't understand what it is. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even. Exp- I don't know how referees see it, and they don't call something on it every single time. But uh, but uh, when I, you like, stop that, then we can. I talk. think like I have to say this right. Like I, it's one of those things where, and I think sometimes players get um, sensitive about. It's not even criticism. Sometimes people are just talking about the game, but like. When I think when people talk about like a certain player or they say that they want to see them do this or that, it's because they want to see that player because they want to see them succeed because you want to see what will happen. Remember when the whole thing was LeBron doesn't post up? Because everyone thought like, yo, but if LeBron learns to post up and post up, it will be unstoppable. And then when it happened, then you're like, oh shit, that's it. Like, and this with Kevin Durant, him going to Golden State. If Kevin Durant could play in a free-flowing offense with a bunch of players who can shoot and know how to play basketball, how do you defend that? And then when we saw it, it was amazing. And same thing with Russell Westbrook. Like, a lot of Russell Westbrook criticism is from just old, white, angry people. But a lot of it is from people who say, like, Russell Westbrook is amazing to watch. But if he just did these few things, he would be almost... Like, how do you stop a player with that kind of tenacity and aggression? And I think, like, sometimes people get, like, in the Twitter world, like, lost between those two things, and they sound like the same thing. Like, someone saying that Damian Lillard could play harder on defense isn't the same kind of person who Skip Bayless is, who was hating for no reason. 
that's different. You know, what? literally what you described just now is the exact process I'm going through watching Lillard now because, well, you, you were there for some of the worst oh, yes. Portland moments. Yes. And even, even, when, even when people bring up the comparisons with him and Steph, like, I scoff because as a true Portland fan who had to go through that at that time, listen to me, it ain't as close as y'all think it is, okay? It <laughs> ain't, as close Remember as all as those years, the Warriors was just getting close and then taking two games off the Spurs and they just be they like, we coming, we coming, we come. Portland did not have that. without KD. Yeah. They swept the Blazers without KD the last look time. Look at those but anyway, stats, but I, look, just, just look at it. Like, Bogut but was I, I just want to, like... Watching what he's doing now, I remember watching those games thinking, well, obviously you have to, you have to, one, you have to expand your range. Two, you have to be able to give the ball, literally the two things that have made him great in the bubble, expanding his range and knowing when and how to give the ball up when you're being trapped, were things that I saw Steph do really well. And I thought that Lillard has to take aspects of this to his game to make him get to that next level. It's the same thing that you were, you were talking about earlier when you think of what a player has to do to get there and what it'll look like if they actually implement it. Yeah. Well, being a fan of his since he was a rookie and seeing him get to this point now, that's exactly what it is. And this is what it looks like, like when a player maximizes their potential because this this is maximum potential. I don't see how there's possibly like, a year up from this, no, but this is what it looks Lillard like. Lillard was on a podcast, I think, with uh, Carmelo Anthony and said that. And was talking about like being trapped and making bad decisions in a playoff yeah, I, game, and I, said that yeah, that's part of the reason that like I knew I had to become a smarter player. Like he was like I was good, yeah, but they, they cool. are outsmarting me right now, and that that's it. There was there was no way for because you know the offense was always predicated on two somewhat undersized guys. There was no way for them to score in certain certain instances, and there were times in the play, even oh my god the Pelican series. In the Pelican series, when those jump shots ain't falling, hey, and there's you know, you know what else happened literally in no that, way out. In that Pelican series, Anthony Davis was playing the five. But, you know. Anthony Davis, how you let no, he Gabriel was, he was, do that to you? He, actually, he, he actually wasn't no, he playing was, the five. No, he was trapping uh, Lillard. Because Lillard also spoke about that. He was trapping Lillard on the pick and rolls. Yeah. Yeah, but he isn't playing the five. In crunch time minutes. Anyway. <laughs> okay, keep moving the goal. I'm not okay. <laughs> You want the Lakers to lose? I could tell. I could tell. I don't actually like. I don't. I and I. You I gotta want your bail and to, to the to new Portland fans. I do want them to keep playing. So, the new Portland fans, right? Nurkic. Let me let me let me let me have a word with the new Portland fans. I understand this is very fun. You a lot of you probably came over mm. to the Blazers when Carmelo Anthony mm. signed. You know, maybe a lot of you kind of like Lillard and McCollum mm-hmm. before, mm-hmm. and now it's on the national stage, yeah. so now it went from yeah. kind of liking them to you saying it with your chest now, you're a fan, and on top of that, they're going against the Lakers, so if you had any semblance of Lakers, you that, just like, pile in. that run, yeah, you, you know. Yeah, you, you pile in that on top, they had a nice run. Let, let me tell you something about being a Blazer fan. They are going to let you down. They are going to let you down when it matters the most. They are going to let you down when it hurts the most. Okay? I have been there. I have been there since 1990, and I it abruptly came to an end in that aforementioned series against the Pelicans. Mm. Enjoy it while it can. I have been up by 16 in Game 7 of the Western Conference Finals. They will let you down. I was up 13 on Michael Jordan. 
pretty good in shoe, they will let you down. Okay? <laughs> Don't do it to yourself. Listen, I, if I sound like somebody that was on a narcotic for years and they kicked the habit, that's because I am. And I try to warn y'all. Yeah. Don't listen to Franklin Saint. Franklin Saint just trying to get rich. Franklin Saint ain't care what he's doing to the community. Brr, brr, brr. Damian Lillard is, Damian Lillard is Franklin Saint right now, and everybody is falling under his spell. He doesn't care what he's doing realize, to the community until you realize he don't care what he's doing to the community. He's just a killer. Don't do it to Take yourself. Take this house, like, mama. Set, set house. your expectations exactly where they should be. Because they will let you down. Did they just put and Anthony I'm just in? speaking from experience. Oh, shit. What are they trying to do? What Portland trying to do? Why Anthony in this game? Okay. Let's go, move on. <laughs> well, how we were on the East. How do we get back to Lillard? We on the East. Because oh, 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 we Giannis, were talking so about talk, Giannis talking maximizing about Giannis. his potential. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you did mention you did mention the Raptors. Yeah. Is Toronto still Toronto? Is this weird to anybody that Toronto's still Toronto without Kawhi? Culture. They doing with the heat. Do they they, they doing the, the heat thing. Besides the one, oh. the, the Pat Riley thing is about culture. A culture bottle. A culture is bottle. the culture just get? Is the culture just getting rid of Demar Derozan? <laughs> <laughs> is that Toronto culture? I'm Nick Nurse. I'm Nick Nurse. Okay, and yeah, yeah, some coaching. Fine. Yes, both of those two okay, things are affected because Nick Nurse, the same way you talk about Kentucky has gotten everyone to buy in. And that's also what uh, Pat Riley and Spolstra do. They get everyone to buy in. Jimmy Butler just liked that he gets to curse at people and no one is take offense. And he could just keep going. He's like, I can't believe you could do this in Miami. In Minnesota, everyone's mad. I couldn't do this in Philly. But in Miami, they'd be like, wait, fuck you too. And that's what he likes about the team culture. You know why? Because... Tyler Hero ain't gonna say nothing when he say that shit there. What's Tyler Hero gonna say? No, I feel like Tyler. <laughs> you kidding? I feel like Tyler Hero's talk by, just because. No, nah. no, dog. No, Tyler. Tyler Hero. I feel like he ain't gonna yell because he's still a rookie, so he ain't gonna do it. But like every once in a while, nah. Uh. What do you think builds more capital in the community that's important to Tyler Hero? Being boys with Jimmy Butler or being at odds with Jimmy Butler? being boys with Jimmy Butler, but I don't think Jimmy Butler friends with you if he view you as soft. If he view you as not being able to take it, a little chafing, and if you don't defend yourself, remember how Jordan was? If you don't defend yourself, I don't respect you. And, like, if the culture of the team is you get to do that, and you do that to the best players, then that's different. That's expected for you to do that. Every black basketball player in America think it's cool when the white boy with black swag uh, plays well and is their friend. They all think that's cool. So you're saying Jimmy ain't being... And Tyler, Ty, Tyler Hero knows that, and he leans in. So you think Jimmy Butler ain't so being think, mean to Tyler Hero then? I don't think he is. I think he, he has this whole little brother approach with him because like when Tyler Hero wears a certain kind of outfit on IG. Yeah. Do you know how funny that is to Jimmy Butler? Yeah, it's great. When he sees him with the same it's hairstyle great. that, that Kaizen had with the, with the with the corn That Steph is rocking now. Do you, know, do you know how funny Jimmy Butler think that was? He loves it. Loves it. This is, get no chafing, though. this is why the Heat could be... You know who could, you know who could get the chafing? Kendrick Nunn. The Heat could beat the Raptors? That's what I'm worried about. Who's, their Mario, who, who's this Mario Chalmers? Who's, they don't have one. This Heat team doesn't have one because everyone who goes on the court contributes. I, you know what? I may have to take all of that back because when I think about it, maybe Tyler Hero is this Mario Chalmers. No, he don't do that to Tyler Hero, I'm telling you. 
and they can't do it. They can't do it to Duncan Robinson because they shit. They just straight up running players from like, "Boy, go get this." Like I like we say, Jimmy Butler drives the lane, has a layup or dunk, and was like, "Nope," and does the Rondo assist. That's what it is. When Rondo would penetrate the lane. What Rondo was doing was setting no, the table. No, Rondo was stat Hall of Famers. Jimmy Butler's not doing four that. Hall what Jimmy famous. Butler's doing is like, y'all keep shooting because I could get this drive anytime I want because TJ Warren can't guard me. When the Lakers have those services back and he's able to set the table properly, you will see the difference in Anthony Davis's game. You need somebody to and set the table. The next thing about the Heat, D, if you will. I just happy Andre Iguodala ain't uh, tweet no more. <laughs> like that's, that's solid that he ain't get to tweet no more. Well, well really, while the, while the WNBA bubble is going on, but, he should stay away from his phone or computer as long as know, we, we say this being about Twitter anyway. all the time. It's like, but you know, you could just not tweet. Like, Andre Godala could have watched that game and then just say, like, shit, she good. And then, like, he could have messaged Jimmy Butler. Message he could. Why and, he just. And be like, yo, this, 23 this balling. Is what, he ain't this is what we say every time. This is what we say every time there's a controversy about this stuff. Why even just say it to your chat group? Because that's what we do. We get all of our worst takes and all Some of, of the worst. The worst things on our mind. And then five minutes it later, change it, change it. You know who famous for that? Charo. And then when he gets it, he gets it wrong, and then someone responds, he's like, oh. <laughs> that's he's and that's it. That's it. That's the end of it. <laughs> and, then, and that's it. That, that's the end of it. But even with the dude from the broadcaster from charlotte who for some reason had to tweet about the jazz nuggets game because he was so excited God, and end up saying yeah, the jazz and these niggas are killing it you couldn't just say that in your chat group like you would have still had your job today if you just said that in your chat group if you didn't go to twitter with that because everybody had to hear this completely now, banal now take. Black. you ought to correct or even do that you ought to correct or do that i tried it i tried to do it doesn't do it. It's right. just like nuggets. How often do you do you have to type nigga into your phone for your phone to be like, no, he meant nigga. You know what killed me? John said he tried it and, and, and it didn't come up. And then I listened to David Sampson and Mike and David Sampson tried it. And David Sampson was like, Nigeria came up. I don't even understand how how did this come up? So how, and I'm a person that types nigga a lot. How did it come up on my phone? So, he's, I think that might be the name of his group. Like, shit, man. That has to be no. So, so I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know anything about this man's background. Well, he is a Charlotte. Uh, anyway, I don't know anything about his background. I haven't gone into his social media to see what he's retweeting or what he likes or his takes on certain things. But... Dog, that's a pretty strong indictment. Uh, I don't think <laughs> no. it gets much stronger than that. Not much stronger than that. Oh, uh, unless you're the real life Brock Meyer guy, because that one was stronger. You just loved it. You loved it so much. I I, wait, that, that, that was my favorite. No, no, it, no. We can, we can, we can leave that alone. Yeah. Okay. So, so back to the East, because I think for teams like okay, so like imagine being the Pacers, Nets, to a lesser extent the Magic, but I still think that they done. Um, and even the 76ers, and knowing that your season is about to end, because we barely talked about the Celtics, and I feel like we, we're yeah. allowed to barely talk about them because the Celtics are going to be around for a minute. Like, Gordon, Gordon Hayward's not there, it's fine. Yeah, Gordon Hayward ain't there, and then they are going to have to go. If they beat the Raptors, that would be amazing to me if they somehow figured out a way to pull that off without Gordon Hayward. I don't see how and they... And with Kemba Walker I don't see injured, how they do. 
But I think, like, Tatum is doing, like, really... Tatum is going to have to take his game up to a level where he is, like, scoring on Siakam at will um, for them to win. And is it possible? Who knows? All of it is possible. But it's one of it's how, like the things many, that we keep saying. How many people do you see scoring on Siakam at win? At will. Kevin Durant. <laughs> like that's guy. You know That's it. That's the list. I keep like you know, and that's another thing, even about the Nets, like I will see like they'll have like these little clips of Kevin Durant like just shooting in the gym and my brain immediately goes back to where is Kevin Durant and I think well, the finals is going to be Warriors and Nets. It might, maybe not next year, but in like two years, that's going to be the finals. But like, so for those teams, what do you think is like playing out the string in the bubble? Be like, oh, I gotta go. That's why I think be it, like you're more likely to get swept here, like in the bubble, like not at home, and knowing that you get to leave the bubble at any point, and you're a rich NBA player who could travel the world. That final day of games in the bubbles before the playoffs started was the most pointless basketball I have ever seen. This was after after the, the meaningful games in the West were played. Yeah. So it was the games on that Friday where yeah. it was just heat paces and a couple of those other teams. They had no reason to be out there. That, that was terrible. That was worse than preseason football. Mm-hmm. And you could honestly see everybody was just ready to go. Mm-hmm. Now, if... If you down three one, you already been. How long have they been in the bubble? It's been like a month now. Yep. So, so they may be like a month into this. We know who the legitimate title contenders now. Like, even though Orlando won that game, Orlando goes down three one in this series. I could see them just absolutely throwing it. Orlando like, won game right. one last year. They was like, oh, at least we ain't get swept. Yeah, like maybe that's their whole thing. But to that end, I could completely see that being a thing. Like, all right, well, you know, we done. We've had our bubble time. It's time to go home. Yeah. Like, eh, we're not going to win this title. I, there's no point even trying to front. Like, we are interested in being around for another two months. We just out of this. Yeah. And I think, like, that could... You're more likely to get swept and to, like, really psychologically go down in a series. And the momentum of the it thunder- really builds. I think, like, once we get to the conference finals, it'll be different. Like, people will then... I think- then I, I believe that in, in this situation, someone could come back from being down three games and nothing. It's, that could happen here more so than it happening like in your home gym. But in, in, for what we just talked about, I think the Thunder are in danger of that. The Pacers are in danger of that. And even though it's tied 1-1, I think Orlando is in danger of that because this is the, the, the game two bucks are the actual bucks. Like they had yeah. the greatest point differential in the league you mm-hmm. they, they routinely blow up people like that was in the game one was the aberration not game two mm-hmm. so orlando loses again they already are playing eric gordon and as funny as it was mcw but he actually had a big role on this team they don't have him they don't have jonathan isaac although he was hurt for a lot of the season but they still were gonna lean on him heavily so if you look at injuries on top of yeah we we know we can't beat this team anyway mm-hmm. it's easy to check out at, at, at some point. And I think... Like, for the Pacers, Oladipo's going to be out of there. So, if TJ Warren isn't taking 25 shots a game, then then what are we out here doing? You don't have Oladipo or Sabonis. That's your two all-star players. What are we really out here doing? The TJ Warren story is done. So, what's left Catch, of there to do? Catching a sweat. That's about it. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much it. That's about like, it. Like, I feel like Chris Paul, Chris Paul proved everything he had to prove this season, but... Boy, but Chris Paul don't want to get swept by his former team, though. James Harden out here, you just getting 
three is from the belly. Like I, I don't know if you want that though. I mean, uh, just did, just well, to update you, Anthony Davis is playing the five right now, and the exact lineup that I quoted is on the floor, except for Danny Green. They play, right. they playing waiters. They playing waiters. He had to get running in game two because the KCP thing made no sense. The KCP and Caruso combination makes no sense. See, now this makes sense. The Lakers getting ridiculous calls. Thank you. This makes sense now. (laughs) This is basketball we want to see. You and called properly. You wait for the conference finals against Kawhi. Right now, we we trying to just survive this slow-moving apocalypse. No one wants a slow-moving apocalypse. And then we have a Luka Mavericks Trailblazers Conference Finals. I don't want that world. 